Yo, you're listening to Two Not So Rad Dads, a weekly podcast about two dads who live on the same block and all the shit they deal with on a daily basis. We will discuss our struggles as parents and what it's like raising boys in today's modern internet society. We talk about what injuries happened to our kids this week and who's to fucking blame. Was it me? We'll get into March Madness and we'll ask the eternal question, who fucking cares? We do all this and a whole lot more while smoking weed together in a garage. I'm your co-host, JD. And I'm Billy. And this is episode 11 11 of of Two Not Not So So Rad Dads. We're like Lennon and McCartney with that, you know? Yeah, dude, I came in early this time. I usually don't say the episode number, but I came in early this time. I like it. And we're doing a new setup here, JD, where I'm not looking at you, even though you're like six feet away from me, in order for us both to wear headphones, you're, you, I could, I, you know what the thing is? I could just get a splitter and uh, see, I have to like peek over the thing to look sideways. So I'm probably not going to look at you a lot. I should get, maybe I'll get a splitter. No, no, no. The answer won't work though because I need to hear out of the recorder. The answer is a series of mirrors that we can all look into and then see each other. That's the answer. Because right now, looking into this dark black TV has got to be one of the best things for me. But that's what I do. See, I have perfected this, and I noticed this. um, You know, there's these things of like where you look when you're thinking a certain way. Mm, Yep. So when I do podcasts, I look down and I think down is when you're contemplating or um, mulling something over. Mm, yep. So I'm very, and my eyes just glaze over. So actually I feel more comfortable sitting five feet away from you and looking at the Legos and out the window, even though you're right, like I'm waving at it's, I know it's weird. Hi, hi JD, <laughs> hi, Billy. but it's, but um, I kind of like it better. Because I feel like when I get lost in your eyes and, and I don't know what to say. Well, so. I, I feel like we have to go back to the very first time we recorded a podcast and you told me, hey, look, we're going to record this podcast, yeah. but I'm not going to fucking look at you. <laughs> you don't need to look at me. We don't need to look at each other. We're just talking to each other. We'll hear each other. Yeah. And from that moment on, you never I left contact. You locked you. in with eye contact for every episode Dude. since. And uh. then today I come into the garage and I see my microphone in front of a chair, in front of a TV, tucked away in the corner. And I'm like... Like, what happened? What did I do? I must have said something. (laughs) Well, it's just that, you know, uh, the kids are going back to school, which is something we can talk about. Right. Um, And I needed to reclaim a little bit of daddy space. Hey, there you go. When when um, when uh, the the uh, pandemic hit, I. I moved my wife into the office that I had been using for podcasting that I could close the door 24 hours a day and record a pod about whatever, you know? Right. I mean, I was putting out five, six, I was putting out so many podcasts and that's editing too because there are people like Gina, Andy, Brett, Jenny, people who were doing pods, Thaxton on this network, Tim, that I'd edit the pods after and so you need that quiet too. Right. I didn't have that. For almost a year. Wow. And I was every single pod that I recorded, which is probably over, I mean, it was like, I was still doing one or two a week, so it's probably over like near a hundred. I was breaking down the board 
and unplugging it at everything every time. So I could, I'm like a fucking Marine. I could put this board together with my eyes closed, <laughs> you know, and that there were sometimes some audio things, which I don't really like. I'm a little bit of a stickler. People are always telling me sounds fine. And then I'm like, no, there was a little buzzing here or there. You know, right. I like that you have a good ear. See, I really like that about you, JD. You may think that it annoys me that you're like, I want the audio to be good, but I'm like that. Like we're, you know, as an artist, you know this, the only difference between a professional and an amateur is a paycheck and any dumb motherfucker can pay a bad artist. So you have to have standards yourself, right? Right. You have to develop your own standards. And one of mine, when we started podcasting is I want to try to get better at some point. And we used to record on talk shoe. You might, you don't know this story, JD. We used to call in and, and, and just talk on our phones. And I'd be like this. Oh, wow. And it sounded like shit. Yeah, I bet. It sounded really bad. And, I always wanted it to get better. So once it got better, I never wanted to go back, you know? And so it kind of bothered me having to set up and my OCD would kick in and I'd have to have the wires the right way. And I, every time you would come in here, dude, I would have had already set that up the night before. Wow. You know, I'd set the whole thing up and you know, then I remembered your mic and I would be like, okay, so this takes like just sitting down for this pod. This is the most relaxed I've been for us to start a podcast because literally all I had to do was take my mic wire, put it over on a chair, put my mic on a chair and then the recorder has a nice long wire. Yep. So all I had to do was just put it over on a chair five feet away. Like right. it's so much more relaxing, but it is a little weird cause I can't do this for very long or just like <laughs> that. It's a little, so maybe we'll figure something out. Um, better it's the mirrors, but yeah, you can, the get, mirror, you can get a pack I, of four from Ikea, I'm sure. And we'll just start putting them up. <laughs> you know, I had a house that I lived in in San Diego and we, in the first time we went to check it out, it was like a rental. I was in there with like five other dudes. You could just imagine how destroyed oh, this house man. was. And I, we went into the garage and there was all these mirrors along the top wall of the garage, like above the window going all the way across. And we were like, what the fuck is going on? And the only thing we could imagine is that it was somehow set up with other mirrors that someone could come in and look out a window or look into their loft. Like maybe they're growing weed in there. I'm oh, not really sure. There yes. was kind of like cables run. I so like, like that. I'm okay. wondering if it was like a mirror system to check on their weed without having to go yeah. out into the garage. I That's don't know. Cool. But it was pretty wild. But let's get into this week's sponsor real quick. Okay. Because this this is... Uh, this is a great segue to what we want to talk about this week, right? And, of course, my phone fucking closed down, and now I can't find it. Yes, I do write out all these sponsorships. This week's show is brought to you by the lovely physician's assistant at the local Zoom Care who unsuccessfully tried to put staples in my son's head not once, but twice, both unsuccessfully. He then looked at her and said, I would like you to stop doing that, please. (laughs) If it wasn't for you, ma'am, I wouldn't have thought that my kid, A, was tougher than shit, and B, had the ability to tell a complete stranger that he didn't like the way they were touching him. So thank you for being so nervous and uncomfortable that you couldn't do your job correctly. I think it was a true learning experience for us all. 
I know the next time I see someone that's supposed to be doing something to myself or my kids that involves sharp objects and they're ner- uh, visibly nervous, I'm just going to ask them to step out of the room and come back in when they're ready. Nice. Use discount code, just put a fucking stitch in his head already at checkout and receive VIP treatment at your next Zoom appointment. Holy man. Yeah. Xander and Nico got into it. Nico went after Xander. Xander pushed Nico. Nico fell over a series of toy or a pile of toys that I asked him to put away just 20 minutes before that. Hit his head on something and cut his head open and had to get one stitch in the back of his head. I which I saw too. Yeah. That's so cute. I can imagine Nico saying can you stop doing that? <laughs> like, Eric has like, said that he had no emotion. Like, it's not that he didn't have any emotion, but he just took it. And the li- the lady didn't put lidocaine in it. Like, didn't give him a shot of lidocaine. She just put, like, a topical ointment that kind of numbs it. And I know, like, a oh. staple into the head, that doesn't feel good. And no. the staple was hanging out by, like, a quarter of an inch. And the lady on the oh. second time asked Erica, oh God, do, you, do you think that's okay? Ooh, and Erica's ooh. like, no, that's right. not okay. Oh, God. Yeah. And that's when Nico's Dude, like, don't do that again, please. We have a rule in my house, which is I take care of the friends and the school, mm-hmm. and Perry takes care of any medical stuff because <laughs> I can't do it. I'm not even kidding. We're going to get it. We should do what's, – what's our inhalation? What, let's, let's play – let's do that real quick. Okay, let's get Because we're going to get into the injuries. Yes. And it's about time we got high before we did that. Yeah, <laughs> which I just did while you were do, doing that promo. So we'll Perfect. Play, what we'll, are you smoking? The music's already played, I think. Or I don't know. <laughs> we'll so see where high. I put it. Um, I'm back to this. I, I mispronounced it on a podcast a couple of pods ago. But this is called Slurricane. And once again, I just took a hit and realized that I'm going to say the same thing about it, which is this shit is way stronger than I ever think it is. <laughs> I always think I take a hit of it and then it wears off, you know? Yeah. Then I take another hit and I was like, maybe I should have waited a little bit into the podcast before I took that right. hit because my arm is feeling numb. Yes. Uh, it could be a, oh my God, live heart attack on the podcast. No, don't but, say um, that. Uh, it's good stuff. It's chill. It has a. It has an initial hit where you're like oh okay but it doesn't get any more than that you know what i mean it kind of it kind of settles down because it's not super high thc or anything it's just like kind of a chill bud Mm -hmm. and i got and um that is again applegate farms got it from nectar down the street which is really i mean i was it used to be top shelf buds with a z yeah that place and it was not that wasn't exactly Let's just say, usually when a place calls itself top shelf, except if you're Justin Thomas, you're not top shelf. You know what I mean? It's just like triple A. Like um, they were not that great. Nectar is really good, man. Yes. It's good weed. And I've yet to get seeds or a lot of stems. Um, So I'm digging it. How about you? I'm smoking still that homegrown. I finished that... um lemon drop that i had from our last episode that was so good and so now i just need to maybe hit a dispensary or maybe just enjoy my homegrown again but i did the same thing as you i took um a bong rip i'm loving that mark Lamy bong nice it is so good it's small 
and you can get just like the perfect little rip. It's not like hitting like a three footer or like your old bong from college. It's like it's a sophisticated dad bong. I like that. Where you can smoke weed and do the bills. I dig it. And man. so I uh, smoked that, but I, I, I hit a bowl and I had just gotten out of this pre production meeting. I've got this big job happening on Monday and Tuesday that I'm super jazzed on. And so we had yeah. a pre pro meeting today. And I got out of that and I was like, all right, time for the podcast. And I ran out to the garage and I hit the bong once and I was like, man, I want another one. And I hit it again. And then I started riding my bike down here and I was like, oh, let's see if JD can follow along. You were like Mary Poppins. Yeah, I was loving it. So I'm kind of in the same boat. I might have overdone it today, but. Let's just see what comes of that. Cause, Let's see what um, happens. You know, every time I go back and listen to these podcasts, I'm like, oh man, I don't sound stoned at all. But maybe, yeah. um, maybe I will this time. Who knows? Yeah, man, I'm tired too. Like I was telling you, I have um, like back issues. Yeah, and also sleeping issues throughout my entire life. So I sleep. I normally sleep like wrapped in a blanket. With a with a hat over my head covering my eyes. Oh my god! I sleep like a vampire, dude. Like honestly, if I could have a coffin, uh-huh. I would do it. Yeah, that makes me feel very comfortable to be very compressed like that. Mm. Have you ever and done a weighted blanket? Yes, and both of my blankets are. One of them is not so, but the other one is. Mm. And um, I, like I said, have back problems, so I would like sometimes wake up and not be able to walk you know like uh so a lot of times i end up sleeping out on the couch like sitting up right Mm. not like laying down on the couch but almost sitting up you sleep sitting up yeah i yeah i sleep almost not fully you know that you sat up and made eye contact but i kind of yeah i kind of lean back but I am, that's like my, that's always throughout my life has been my favorite position to sleep. That's just how I am. Like in a lazy boy, you're perfect. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But a little bit up though, not all the way back. Um, so or do you just strive every day to be an 80 stay at home dad? That I, I don't need to strive. <laughs> I achieve. There is no try. There's only do. <laughs> Um, but I got this new thing. Actually, it was our anniversary, our 12th anniversary this past weekend. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. And I got as a present to my wife. So I'm in the bed more cause I love sleeping with my wife and do little cuddles and whatnot and adult, right. adult snuggles as they say. Um, cause I'm old, but I ain't dead, baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> actually like the play. <laughs> Um, Um, anyway episode 11 episode 12 (laughs) we're done um but i got like a husband to sleep to like you know what i mean like in college but it's like a new style memory foam but i can't quite get comfortable wait what do you mean you got a husband it's a husband it has the arms like in college people had it you know like it's called a husband. I don't know how to like if you put your arms to the side. It's it, it's in a bed. Yeah, it's Is shaped it like, a like pillow? that. Yeah, it's a pillow. It's a husband pillow. Oh, a big a big like U shaped pillow. Yes. Oh, Erica used one of those when she was pregnant. Okay. Yes. And she would sit yep, sleep in that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And now you're yeah. using one of those. And people with back problems do it. Oh. Okay. And, now, um, why is that related to college? Well, because that's a traditional item, at least in New Jersey, and at least at Rutgers, that people got for their kids in college, because you sit up and you're doing reading and 
You could turn your bed oh, into a it's seat. It's not the, the the pillow that's a U. It's like a back. Yeah. It's a back with a uh, eye. With arms. Gotcha. Yeah. It's okay. called a husband. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking of the big, uh, they're like pillows that women. Like you, a hemorrhoid pillow? No, 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 no. It's like a full body pillow, but it's a big Oh, yes. U, I understand. And you can kind of right. get inside of it. Yes. Oh, I love that thing. I would like one of those, those too, nice, actually. Yeah. That sounds nice. I'm big into pillows. Um, but anyway, I got this husband, I'm trying to use it to sleep more and it's not really working. And I've had like not a lot of uninterrupted sleep. And I was also got in touch with an old friend that I hadn't talked to in a while. And we were on the phone for like three and a half hours and I got to sleep late. So this, this whole week has been like a blur mm. and both of our kids got injured. You talked, totally. I mean, you told us in the intro what happened and you, we, you talked about the injury to Nico, and Lachlan messed up his ankle pretty severely, too. I yeah, mean, we kind of talked about it about last, last episode. Yeah, right? and it's still um, it's still healing up. Not in his eyes. That kid's ready to go. Yeah, I mean, he's doing good. He's up and walking, but... He asked me to ride the pump you know, track the other day in I sandals. Know, I know. <laughs> I was like, first of all, good. you got to wear real <laughs> shoes, Lachlan. Yeah, no <clears throat> slippers. Second of all, yeah. Not until I told him Monday. Monday is when he can come back on the pump track. But that's just because I wanted to give him a couple more days before you were like, okay, he's ready. I'd, I am. Uh, it's more so just that I know it doesn't really activate any um, anxiety or worry that's in me. It's not about that. It's more so that I've, I actually, I'm the one telling him like, Move that fucking thing over there, kid. My back hurts. You know, like yeah. I'm trying to move him along past the injury because mm-hmm. I, like you, agree. When it's something like that, when you strain something, once you rest it, you really do need to start moving it around, get the ligaments moving mm-hmm. again, you'll get the blood flowing. But it's just that he'll do it and then he'll step and then he'll start crying. Mm-hmm. And he'll be like, Dad, it hurts so much, you know? Right. So I'm just like, take it easy, bro. Right. Inch by inch, row by row. Well, I noticed uh, something in Nico's injury. I learned something about Xander. Oh, what's that? Well, when, you know, these, like, when altercations happen like this and Xander hurts Nico, and I find myself getting angry and saying, Xander, what did you do? You know, go to your room. You're in trouble. He bolts to his room screaming and is so pissed. And I'm thinking about something that you said a couple episodes when we t- back when we talked about Xander and me thinking he has no empathy. And you said, I disagree. I think he's over empathetic. And Billy, you're fucking right. Well, that good. kid is so good, empathetic. Pal. I'm glad that um, nice. when ne- when he hurt Nico, I came down and I looked at Xander and I. And I, and I forget what Xander's reaction was, but I saw Nico's head and I noticed that there was blood. I said, Xander, there's blood. And he started to get that freaked out and was going to bolt. And I said, no, Xander, wait, you're not in trouble. And as soon yeah. as I said those words, all of that anger and emotion stopped in him and he stopped. And he looked at Nico and said, Nico, are you okay? And I realized he does not like feeling like he got in trouble. Yeah. He's still going to like 
push limits and do everything to get into trouble, but he doesn't like that feeling of being in trouble. And so when he finds out that he's in trouble, he bolts off and screams and yells. And so this time I told him, you're not in trouble. Let's just see if Nico's okay. And once we did that, then Xander was like, Nico, are you okay? And I mean, the most sincere apology I've ever heard out of Xander. I was just like, That's oh, nice. That's I great. figured it out. And so something else happened like that yesterday or two days ago. And I told Xander, Xander, you're not in trouble. Just tell me what happened. And he was able to communicate what happened. And it was like this different reaction. And I was like, yes. And then this morning, I'm trying to get Nico dressed. And that little motherfucker just doesn't listen to me. He's been fighting me on everything. Oh, he's such a little fucker. And I'm like, Nico, what's wrong? And I'm like yelling at Nico. And Erica looks at me and she goes, well, you've learned how to parent Xander. Now you've got to learn how to parent Nico. And I was like, shit, you're right. I do not parent in the same way to Nico right now like I do to Xander. I'm like learning how to communicate with Xander mm-hmm. and I I feel like I'm at a good spot now, but with Nico I don't know that. And so here's my new mission is to I got to figure out how to communicate with that kid cuz he's pushing back so much and I know that that's not him because at school, his teachers just praise him so much. I know he's a really good kid oh, at dude, school. Oh, dude, Nico is like and a... outside of our house, but at my house, yeah. It, when it's just us, he has been. He's just been like, "Let's see what I can do." Like I've seen it buttons. too, man. I see that. Like when Nico comes over here, mm-hmm. um, if he has a problem, like if they were all playing together. And the two older boys say are picking on him or not letting him be involved in something. Right. He will just like come over to me and matter of factly say, Billy Xander don't let me play. Lachlan don't (laughs) let me play. You that um, I don't like that, you know, or something like that. And I always liked it. You know, yeah. He and he and I'm like, this is a little reasonable little motherfucker over here. Right. Like he he didn't he didn't cry or anything. He just comes and like states it. Like he would like knock on the door, walk in, and go, Billy. And I go, Oh, how can I help you, Nico? <laughs> <laughs> and he would say, Lachlan's being mean. He will not let me play this game. And right, like yep. very. That's what is happening. And um. Then I come and figure it out. But I do see he becomes extremely mischievous with you and Erica and his brother. Mm-hmm. That's he- And it makes me think of something that actually when I was talking to my friend the other night, we were talking about this, which is how siblings can have completely different experiences within a family. Totally. And this includes later in life. When certain people are aggrieved or injured or traumatized or which are all real things. I'm just saying there's so many different ways of describing it. Um, and another person is like, what are you talking about? We had a great childhood. Right. It was awesome. Right. Right. Like mom did her best. Dad did his best. Blah, blah. And then the other person's like, are you fucking kidding me? Those bastards. <laughs> they didn't know what the hell they were doing. Yeah. You know, and you're, and then you're like, damn, that's interesting because I found that within my own family and my brother and sister that we'll have completely different recollections of events, and also we were treated 
very differently by our parents. Yeah. So our impressions are different. That's not something that I really have to consider. I only have one kid. Right. You know? I'm going to have a unified theory of the Foley family. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Whereas you're, fa- you're going to have a Nico version, yep. a Xander version, and then, of course, there's like the Erica and JD version, but, right. and I'll have that within my family, but generally, just having siblings is a lot different. Do you think about that? Like, because you don't only have to think, okay, how do I treat Xander and how do I treat Nico? But you have to think how you treat them in relation to each other. Yeah. Because so often the situation, they're all three of you are in it. Mm-hmm. So you can't do like a singular in remember in your mind, like I like to do this with Nico because it's kind of hard to be two separate people in the room but i've seen you do that too like turn to xander and say one thing and deal with it one way and turn to nico and just yell at him <laughs> yeah it doesn't always work but nico is there's something about like i was talking about that with your wife there's something about nico that is irresistible that kid is mm-hmm. just a ball of energy and fun and like I honestly don't can't I don't know if I ever remember like a negative interaction with him. Well, maybe one day when the boys were being mean to him and he kept on coming back to me and telling me. Right. And I had already told him, hey, Nico, I don't think anybody's getting hurt. Right. And he was like, yes. I was like, well, I think you guys can work it out. Right. You know, if I walk in there and yell at them. They're just going to see that you came in and got the parent, Nico. You got to do it. I was kind of thinking of you, too. That's what you like to do. Mm -hmm. Encourage him to be his own man, so to speak. And that was the only time I became frustrated when I felt like he was being a little manipulative in the cuteness to get me to come and do something for him. And so I, you know, I didn't yell at him or anything because he's not my kid. If he was my kid, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) But I said to him, hey, buddy, um, it's up to you, pal. And then he said, but Billy, and I said, I'm sorry, Nico, I've given you my answer. Yeah. And he he said, okay. And he went back in and they worked it out somehow. Right. Yeah. He he knows that he's cute and he definitely uses that to his advantage Mm -hmm. at the house. It's... uh, you know, the second kid sees how the first kid's treated, and then they pick up on those things. Yeah. And Nico and Xander aren't the same kids, so Nico watches Xander get attention. Sometimes when Xander's doing something that's negative, he sees a lot of attention being given to him. And so Nico then thinks that having a ne- doing something negative will get him the attention uh-huh, that he wants. Yes, so and he so mimics that's, that. Yeah. So, yes, so that's, that's our interaction at home is Nico being bad, sad, mad. Uh, nobody loves me. Nobody oh. likes me. My brother hates me. And, like, having this oh. negative attitude. And then you're like, Nico, is that really how you feel? And it's kind of like, you know, you kind of, like, get close to him and you look kind of like, up yeah. underneath his down head and you look at him and he's just holding back a smile this whole and you're like you 
little shit. You know exactly what you're doing. You're not uh, yeah. actually this grumpy or sad. You're yeah. just like putting on this show so that you can get some attention. So I'm really trying to work with him and be like, look, you don't have to be this way to get this attention. Yes. But then at the yeah. same That's time, good. he is being treated negatively a lot by Xander. And I think it's really affected him. Xander has said some mean things to him in the past mm. that Nico really holds on to. Nico strongly, I think, I think Nico strongly believes that Xander doesn't love him. And so oh, and that's, that's a, that is a brother thing. That is an older brother, younger brother. Yeah, thing, well, though, because Xander doesn't I mean, tell anybody that he loves him. He tells know? me he loves me all the time. Bullshit. He does. Xander. Yeah. Wow. Well, Xander doesn't. No, I'm just kidding. Not all. I was going to say Xander doesn't. I was creating a fake breakthrough on the podcast. He does not express. (laughs) He has said it to me. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you why. Because I went through this thing, and I still have it with Lachlan. Is that I like telling my guy friends, "Hey, I love you, man," and I, you know, I think that. America's on this kick of every woman has to be like a warrior. And I'm like, women are already warriors. What we need is men to stop being warriors. You know, no, like, to no, stop no. That's too much work like... for men. Every like <laughs> the racist problem, like, you know, people of color got to figure that out. This whole women problem. Women got to figure yeah, that that's out. That's what Us, I'm saying. Right. Straight Thank white you. males. We've got a it's lot on our to plate be right now. I, that's a good you point. Know, we right. got a lot on our plate. That's perfect. JD, you picked up on exactly. That's exactly. <laughs> what i'm saying like you do the work right right um what the fuck were we talking about i got too stoned i forgot we we're just um <laughs> well i don't know at one point i was talking about my kid <laughs> no the love, the love. so yeah, i said i you. said so i say it so i said to lachlan um hey lachlan you know you should tell xander like tell him more you're my best bud or hey pal you know i love you man and so one day we were all here and I was like, love you, Lachlan. And Xander was there. And I was like, I love you, Xander. And he was like, I love you too, Billy. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, that's big because yeah, at home, he did. we you know, put Xander to bed and it's like, love you, Xander. And he goes, okay. And he just like rolls over and lays down. Oh, maybe he just <clears throat> felt pressure. But it was I, another time I kind of encouraged them to like express, mm-hmm. just express a little as a male, as a man. We don't do that, right? right? Like, and I think it's good as a young age for boys to tell each other how they feel about each other. Hey, hey, I love you, man. You know, mm-hmm. like you're my pal. I love being around you. You know, you make me feel good. That's a nice thing to say for a man to say to a man. Totally. Because you know, what are you gonna do? Like slap five, or you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you know, we're adults now. We can talk about love. Yeah, me and Erica were talking to this. Uh, well, I'll just say he was a professional of some sort, but we were talking to him today, and he was commenting on how our house didn't. Oh, Erica and our dog Chusi were the only females there, and she, he's like, "Oh man, yeah. just a bunch of testosterone." And I went, "Now we've got some pretty feminine sides to these men too. It's not oh, all testosterone yeah, yeah. around the house." And Erica looked at me and kind of. Did she smile? She might have gave me either a look of love or disgust. I can't remember. Well, you know what it is, is you're you, you and your boys are physical. And I think oftentimes physicality is associated with masculinity, right? Right. Like the wrestling, Mm -hmm. which I I don't actually think is true. I mean, Mm -hmm. like in my family, the best person at sports was my sister. So I grew up with that. I always encouraged her. I just didn't see 
the difference like that. My it's athletic just, role know, model for years was my older sister. Same there you thing. go. Yeah. But I can see it's more about maybe the energy that Eric is talking about, where you might have more of like a masculine energy. They're, the boys are kind of like head first. Well, I, I guess, think Nico, know? we've always thought that Nico is a lover of all genders. Like Nico oh, yeah. is like, if Nico one day came to me and told me he was transgender, I would not doubt it. Really? Or like that he was asexual or somewhere like, like flu, like what is it? F- gender fluid. Yeah. I would not be surprised. Oh, Cause he likes things that are, he just, ever since he's a baby, he's just kind of been this like feminine, masculine, Hmm, that's interesting. This equal part that me and Erica are like, oh, that might be is... you too. But I see you guys as very, both very open and in touch with that, and mm-hmm. think about it. I mean, just like uh, Perry and I, like Lachlan has always like played with dolls or watched like Spirit on Netflix. Oh, yeah. or, do you know what I'm saying? Right, like yep. he he doesn't really. Though I do think he now, especially, I know that he's very hedro. And like is in basically in love with Selena Gomez at the present moment and cannot stop watching that fucking show with her. It's not what it seems. I don't know what that don't is even, even start, called. Because I don't know it, and I don't, I don't know what it's know. even. I honestly, it's some Nickelodeon or Disney shit. Oh, but she is something else, though. Let me tell you something. I have. He's got taste. The kid's got taste. <laughs> I don't know if that's okay, okay. to say. What she's like twenty something. Oh, now. I've she? seen okay. her in other films. Okay. Um, she was just in the. Uh, 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 I don't know. She popped up in some, and I was, she's actually a very good actress. I mean, you get trained working on those shows. Her timing. Sure, yeah. That's the thing is, I don't under, I'm going down a different hole, but just to say it, I don't understand why she hasn't, in order to distance themselves from Disney and those kind of shows, these p- actors and actresses tend to try to do some shit where they're like a drug addict or something. That, oh yeah. They like flip the like, script. Yeah, and just like, do a comedy. You're funny. Yeah. You were trained since you were a kid to be like vaudeville style. Like you are great. You have amazing comedic timing. Stop trying to be something that you're not like go that way first. I don't know. I guess, you know, what am I? What am I? What do I know? I'm just a guy in a garage. But hey, um, great things start in garages. Nico garage is <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Nico is uh, I can see what you're saying about that in the sense that um he uh, just seems to be himself. Yeah, he's just like he's totally free. Like Xander, yeah. I think there's like, like there's no question he's a hetero male. But Nico, like, oh no, he's a he's a free spirit, and mm-hmm. we think that he's going to just be loving. Yeah, everyone. remember he said to me, he remember when I, remember he went through this phase where he kept on telling me about dancing naked in the rain or something like that. I don't remember Erica said something like he really picked up on that. Yes. Erica. Well, Erica would go to these full moon parties with her okay. girl group and the kids asked her like, what do you do at these parties? And Erica said, what do you mean? What do we do? We get naked and dance in the rain and howl at the moon. Yeah. And so Nico and Xander have strongly believed that that's what Erica does but at do, these full moon parties. But it's interesting to have an attachment to that story to sense the, like what you're speaking of, like the freedom mm-hmm. of the body and the, the, the nature. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. for some kid, you might mention that to them and they might never think about it again. Right. Well, you, you know? know, and, or some kids are like, Oh, gross. You're naked. All right. We're back. We had a little, uh, the uh, file ran out on the recorder because I did that two and a half hour long Sopranos podcast the other day. 
You can check that out on the Serious TV Drama Podcast. And um, you can also check it out soon on Daily DVR. But when we cut off, we were having a nice conversation about Nico. Yes. And you were talking, and we can't really remember exactly what we were saying, but no, it's probably go, something very This is very back to the when we took extra bong hits that we weren't supposed to <laughs> earlier today, and now we find ourselves in a pickle where we were telling yeah. a story about a kid, and now we can't remember what that story was. But anyways, I just wanted to say that I've got to learn to to parent Nico a little bit different than I parent yeah. Xander, and that's like my new parenting journey now is to I feel like I'm get I'm getting pretty good at being able to handle Xander, and now I got to work with Nico. Do you? Can I ask you this, JD? Mm-hmm. Um, originally, when Perry and I got together and we first started talking about having kids, which for me is always on like the second or third date. <laughs> um. <laughs> She's like, how many kids do you want to have? And I'd always be like, a basketball team. I want to have like five kids. Wow. Now, of course, reality set in, uh-huh. and you, I think, to be, I think family planning is essential in life. And we did that to the utmost. I mean, as I've spoken a little bit about, it took us like three or so years to have Lachlan. Mm-hmm. We did a lot of different treatments, and we had medical intervention, and there were some disappointments and heartbreaks, and it was a long journey. Right. Um, but I'm glad we only have one kid because I'm kind of like a one, like I need to singularly focus on things. I'm a bit obsessive, right? Mm-hmm. So it's great. I can obsess on Lachlan. Do you have time where you say, hey, Nico, me and Xander are just going to spend time together? Or do you have time when you say, hey, this is a Daddy Nico day, and Daddy and Nico are spending the day just me and Nico? We have, I think, up to this point, more of those days have been me and Xander because me and Xander go to ride mountain bikes together because Nico wasn't old enough or skilled enough to I was going to say, and so now... I've got you I think I see where you're going is I've got to figure out more of those JD Nico things because right. a lot of those things are things that I do with Xander and Nico's included in now right like Nico yep. got included in Gundams and mountain biking like everything and all, like everything yeah. he's the tag along he's right. the little brother so I, I mean what comes to my mind is if I know that I'm so singularly focused sometimes like i i kind of need to like finish one thing and move on Mm -hmm. that um i would probably be thinking okay it's going to be best if i kind of organize this and like give like try to say to myself what is nico i mean nico's great at biking right i mean your whole it's like a family thing with you guys you know what i'm saying which Mm -hmm. i think is awesome um, but you might find that, like, if he has a first choice, he'd rather do this or he'd rather do that, but maybe a little bit differently. Totally. And in fact, biking, he didn't really start doing until right before COVID started. COVID is when he started to ride his bike. He's which so is good. pretty crazy that he's gotten this good that quick. But um, <clears throat> he, I would ask him, hey, Nico, you want to go ride bikes? And he'd always tell me no. And so he didn't get to go on rides with us and um, he missed out on some of that. And then once COVID hit 
and there was really nothing else for us to do but to ride bikes and I was making the pump track in the backyard, then he was like, oh, okay, I'll start riding bikes. And he got good really quick. And I I remember telling Xander and his other riding buddy one time I looked at him and Nico sent this little drop and I on just like maybe it was his balance bike or I forget what he like rode off this thing and I looked at Xander and his buddy and I go hey you guys better watch out for Nico because if this kid gets into biking and goes for it you guys are screwed (laughs) he's gonna be so good yeah and you're gonna be screwed and I think for Nico I do think he enjoys riding bikes but he's got this attitude to him when he rides it that's almost like I'm going to prove to you that I'm better than everyone and yeah. not do it. You know, like almost yeah. like I'm, it's it's not because I love it, but I'm going to just prove to you that I'm better than everyone as a like, fuck you, you know, almost out of in, in spite. Those kids are, fe- I mean, like you, they have that no fear gene, which I totally do not have. And I really admire. Um, I mean... I could, as soon as you talk about your sons on bicycles, I see them in my head. And to me, Xander is like a smooth operator. And Nico is, I mean, I just say it again. The dude is like a bowling ball. Dude, he's a I mean, charging he, ball. Yeah, he is just, he's like, oh, when he gets on the bike, he like leans forward. Like he's like yes. ready to, like he is devouring the ground. He's fucking eating it up. Mm-hmm. And he really attacks with the way that he rides. Yeah, he's a very aggressive and rider. I really, I mean, it's something to watch, man. It really is something to watch. Like I think it's people notice bananas. it. It's scary. You know? <laughs> it's it's scary, but it's also like kind of admirable, you know, like I'm like looking at it and I'm like, damn, I wish I could dig into the ground like that again. You know, I wish it's so like it would be. Let, let me just say this. He'd be perfect for a commercial. Like if you wanted to have a kid like a tide commercial where the where the mud comes <laughs> and you wanted that kid to look like he's tearing into it. You could get Nico, and he would yes. really – he knows how to lean over there. Ah, Brothers is fun, man. Brothers is crazy because uh, it does make me think of me and my brother who, um, you know, we were four years – how many years apart are they again? Three, right? They're two in a month. Two, oh, oh, wow. They're it's closer. Close. Yeah. Two in a month. See, that's more like me and my sister who are 18 months apart, mm. and my brother and I are four years apart. And my sister and my brother are then, you know, like almost six years apart. Mm. So he's of like almost like a different generation, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, But yeah, I guess I'd have to say it's it'd probably be more like me and my sister where we did everything together. That's another thing. Like when my brother and sister and I talk about our childhood, there's a certain point at which my brother was already in college, high school, mm-hmm. and my sister was like a little kid. Right. So all of her memories of growing up, really, when we talk about stuff, it's stuff that me and her know, like certain people we played with or we were in this group together or I used to pick her up from school every day. Right. So I think that, you know, I do always see Xander and Nico as being um, like close brothers, you know? 
I think that they. I they, hope so. I, I, I think don't so, know, man. I don't know. I mean, you got to let them live their own path, right? Like totally. my brother and I have gone off and on, and our relationship has sometimes been been hard, and we've struggled, mm-hmm. but we definitely learned a lot from each other. And I have to say, that concept of each person in a family having their own singular experience and and the other people having to fully respect that, even when it's like completely different and you think it's the same is something that really kind of helps me out. And it helps me with Lachlan because sometimes I, I realize, Hey, I remember things one way and he remembers it vastly different, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I hope that Xander and Nico will eventually get to a point where it's not a competition between them. And maybe that's partially my fault. Maybe I competition's too big in my house. And so now they compete against mm. each other. I never like try. Well, maybe I do sometimes compare them to each other when they have bikes. <laughs> Dude, I was going to have to interrupt you for yeah. a moment there because you do. That is something that you do all the time. Now I like it and Lachlan likes it too, because he's very competitive. Right. So, and I can appreciate that. Um, but then again, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. When I think of your sons, I definitely think of Xander kind of being there for his brother and Nico looking at him with like awe mm-hmm. or them being competitive with each other. But it's different on the on the inside because you see all the fighting, and that's something that like that's why I sometimes am very thankful that I only have one kid because ah oh man, like two boys going at it and like arguing and stuff. Yeah, it's can, hard because then get you get brutal. Yeah, and <clears throat> trying to like figure out as a parent which side you take right because no matter like if anytime those two are fighting and it's one hurting the other one more i'm always getting mad at the one who's doing the most hurting right Mm. and it's like this inner feeling just like if if, just like if any kid from the neighborhood came down the street came up to lachlan and punched him in the face you would be like hey kid what are you doing yeah you know and so then you i find myself being like that to my own children when nico is like hurting xander it's like why are you hurting my kid like shocked yeah and it's like oh and it makes me aggressive and mad and Mm -hmm. i've got and i've realized like wait but both of these are my kids i can't you know, I can't get mad and like ain't that it's um, I'm realizing a lot how much me and my family channel different finger, different feelings into anger. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is something we talk about all the time because I'm definitely a yeller. I got it from my mother and my father and my brother mm-hmm. and my sister. We all do it. I'm yeah. Irish. I'm emotional. I always have been. Every friend I have knows that I can haul off and. I can also have a tongue like a fucking snake and go right, right for the jugular purposefully for, I mean, you know, so many conversations I've had to have, like so, someone say, why did you say that? Just to hurt you. I didn't mean it. <laughs> I just knew what shit would piss right, you off. Right. That's what I learned growing up. Like, that's what I was taught, you know? So I always think when it comes to that, as long as you're talking about it, yeah, you're, you're you know, anger is... A gift, as Zach De La Rocha said, anger is a gift. 
Um, but uh, <laughs> so I want to sing so many Rage songs after oh, I say that. But. Well, you know, when, <laughs> right before COVID, Rage was supposed to have their comeback tour. Yeah. And so I was bumping Rage in the kitchen oh, one morning. Man. And on the way to school, or going somewhere, Nico and Xander in the back of the car <laughs> screaming like what is it like killing no it wasn't fuck you i won't do what <laughs> you, you tell me, me. yeah they thought that was the best like dad we can listen to this and i was yeah. like oh yeah we can yep. sing this one loud oh, i love it i love it dude rage oh hey that brings me up to speed is one of these days i have an idea mm-hmm. for uh for a, that we do a pod where we talk about five movies um five tv shows and five albums that we want to share with our sons when they're like teenagers oh okay you want to do that i'll be okay with the albums and tv shows but not films okay so i'll do films i'll do do it i just won't i won't have a strong that's cool but i'll try i'll I'll try to show that's fine all right so but getting back to uh what we were uh what we're (laughs) talking about is um I think anger is such a hard thing. And obviously I have spent a lot of my time. It's one of the reasons I got into Buddhism was because of the idea of trying to find peace or taking be um, accepting mm-hmm. instead of trying to change. But I would just say, if you're thinking about it, you're doing something good. That's right. it. Right. You know, if as far when it comes to anger and emotion like that, as if you're thinking about it, you're on the right path. Right. It's and like that's a good thing. Me and Erica are like, man, are we good parents? And it's like, well, us just questioning that makes us better parents than those who never question it. Yeah, you because know? yelling, I mean, we should do, that's another pod when we have more time, because I think we got to get going pretty soon here. A whole pod where we just yell? Well, a, a pod about anger oh. and with kids and how to deal with anger and yeah. how to deal with, like, is it, it like sometimes I wonder, you know, like, is it appropriate to ever yell at your kid? Like some people are like, I have never raised my voice to my child. And yeah, then while you, that kid's coloring a mural. That's what I'm saying. Dude. And then you Sharpie meet that marker. kid and their name's Sunflower and they're the most boring motherfucker you ever. You yeah, know, it's like, I don't want my kid to be like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm from New Jersey, motherfucker. Like I need to have, I'm a little bit that's makes me feel comfortable to be a little aggressive, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's not always wrong, but you have to be cognizant, I think. And that's why I always say that if you're thinking or talking about it, like you said, it's a good thing. But I yeah. should say, I do want to wrap up, JD, because I know you want to take your kids to Lumberyard and get out here and ride, right? Well, that's on the agenda that's for on today. The agenda. But, you know, like yeah, we said from the beginning, it's all about a good pod. <laughs> it's so. all about a good Hey. That's why we're here. It was a good day. We didn't have to use our AK. Yes, that's That's what I'm saying. But we're going to have on next week. I'm going to get back to the last episode of Mindhunter. Okay. Though Heath and I are not done. We're going to do Fincher movies. I think we're going to follow that up with Seven. We're going to follow it up with a bunch of other stuff. But then we're going to be back on April 1st. And I'm so excited to have my old friend, my old roommate from college, Alex Coast, on the pod. Alex is a leader in um, self-directed play and self-directed play spaces for children. He is a he is uh, like the president of all these different groups. I'll do his bio 
um, properly and do him justice when he comes on. But I haven't right. spoken to him in a while. The last time I was chatting with him was when his movie was being made and when it was subsequently edited by his, I believe, his wife, his wife now, Amanda, which is called Approaching the Elephant. And it's about um, a school he had called the Teddy McArdle School in New Jersey, hmm. which at one point I was trying, you know, talking to him and I was hoping that I could be a part of it. Um, and it's based on the ideas of Summerhill and and um, f- like just free schools. And um, it's going to be a great conversation. I sent you some stuff to yeah, read about that, it. That article to read. Yeah. I can't wait to have him on and learn all the bad things that I'm doing. as a <laughs> No, but that's the thing. <laughs> Alex is the man, dude. And again, like, you know, Alex is from Jersey, too. He is he he is a, a great dude. And it's funny. And one of the things I want to talk about with him is we both shared in college. Like I can remember us saying to each other, I really want to be a dad mm. and him saying, I really want to be a dad. And I did not say that with many other of my friends. Yeah. Like uh, when he became a dad or early, earlier than a lot of my friends um, and, you know, and got into all this stuff, it didn't surprise me whatsoever. You know, he was always an artist and everything, but I always knew he was really into wanting to be a dad. Right. And that's something that obviously has become super important to me and always was and being a stay at home dad and and marching on the streets in Portland for the rights of stay at home dads. Could you imagine that? (laughs) A bunch of Portland dads being like, we want the right. And they're all all like drinking beers and like the laptops are strapped around them so they could be playing World of Warcraft. Let's be honest. It wouldn't be a parade or a walk. It would be a bunch of guys in a parking lot. They probably wouldn't get out of the car. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We ain't fucking walking. Right. Be a get a drive, chair. Drive through movie theater. Drive in movie theater. And you there can... would be a movie playing while the protest is going on. Yeah, you can drive by and look at us. Yeah. But anyway, I'm looking forward to having Alex on. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, this has been a great pod, JD. We we this is less of a format today, but I like the way we kind of meandered around and f- we always find things to talk totally. about. Totally. We also, uh, March Madness, it's here. Yes, I did mine. Did you do your bracket? I sure did. Can I tell you who I picked? Should I tell you? Yeah, tell me. Yeah. Okay. I went with the favorite of Gonzaga. Yes, And and mainly, too, I went because my old friend Sean from World of Video went to Gonzaga, Mm. and he loves it, and he always would talk. So, Sean, this is for you. I hope they win. Well, they have Jesus on their side, so. Oh, do they? Oh, Gonzaga's a Christian school. Oh, okay. Well, so, yeah. So Hey, everybody's got Jesus on their right. side, JD. Just look over your shoulder. You'll see him. Really? No, no, that's the TV. Yeah. <laughs> that's the you, oh, you can look, you can see yourself in yeah. the TV. <laughs> oh. There yes, you go. I too pick Gonzaga. Everyone, don't pick Gonzaga. Let oh, me and Billy okay. be the only ones right, so yeah. that when they win, we get all the points. But you can go on. Um, where do we, we have that link in? We'll put that link in our. Show I put description. it on the Facebook group. Okay, it's there, DVR. and we'll put yep. it in the, in the show, show descriptions yep. too. You have, I believe, until Sunday night or Monday morning to finish your bracket. There are a couple. I call them pigtail games, but I think they call them like uh, buy-ins or whatever. There's some games. Oh, for play-in, te- play-ins. Yes, there's some teams for to play in that are happening That's as we speak. I like when they do that. In basketball. I do too. Yeah. I wish they did that in football. I wish they had games like that. But I wish they had more 64-man brackets. I love a good bracket. 
Yeah, you know, that's cool. Years ago, I was working at Trader Joe's, and it was March Madness, and I proposed that we do a giant bracket in the back for the employees that was what which items did we sell more of? Oh yeah. You told me about that. And so everyone could fill out their bracket and you could go down the line to like the winning item that sold more than any other. Did you have people like pushing certain stuff? So they went like this. Oh yeah. I'm sure people were like double scanning things and we're all, that is like the, isn't, isn't that like corporate sees that? And then they like, we need to incentivize this. (laughs) (laughs) This is a great idea. JD, you're going straight to the top. I just wanted to fill out a bracket. There's something <laughs> very satisfying to me. People about love it, dude. Seating teams, I, and putting them yeah, in order, and then picking yeah. out the upsets. Like that's that's March Madness for me is picking out the upsets. I don't even care really about the game. It's the fact that number sixteen beat number yes. one or fifteen okay. beat two. I you like know, it's that. like I love yep. to see that small school from the middle of nowhere that somehow made it into the tournament and then makes it to the sweet sixteen. Like, well, that kind of shit's fun. You know, one of the one of the upset specials this year is my alma mater, Rutgers, man. There they are. My friend Jeremy uh, is really into Rutgers basketball, mm. and he keeps me up to date. And he wanted me to join his bracket. I was like, I'm. I re- I mean, I already guessed on ours, so I was like, I think uh, I know Brett has one too. Thanks yeah, for Bre- inviting me, yeah, Brett. Yeah, Brett. Re- Brett reached out to me yeah, too. I thought yeah. that was so sweet, Brett. You're on. I am going to join your bracket. I think it's a five hundred dollar buy in. Billy said he's paying my side. What? And um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking Portland Nico can pay to go it. all the way. Um, yeah, I just I couldn't do it any because I just feel like I'm just guessing at a certain point, and I get. I mean, if who if, isn't? I'll, I'll if people need some if you know if they really need. I'll, I guess I could join in, but I won't probably won't even pay attention to. I don't derive as much pleasure out of that, mm. you know. I am really like a journey person. Like I watch all the football games and a lot of times I don't care who's going to win. I just like watching good games. Right. Um, so I don't, I'm not as invested in like somebody winning. Yeah. But college basketball is so short and quick. Like I do like the games. And like I'm during March Madness when they play one right after the other. Man, that yeah, shit that's is fun. awesome. Yeah, you're right. You know? I'll, I'll tune in. You know what? I'll man, like maybe put I that on the big screen the in the studio yeah. and I'll shoot photos and just watch March Madness all day. I oh, love it. I have to say, JD, before we go, and I keep on saying we're going to go, but you took some photos of me that. Non-nudes are, this time. Well, we're not going to share those. <laughs> You, know, you have to get those high, the high res to fit it all in. But Jesus. this was um, this was some studio pics when I had my hair at the and my beard very long. I took they, portraits. I took oh. school portraits of the yes, kids. Yes, the kids, yes, and, and they came out in. so great. Yes. And the kids, oh, one's a Lachlan. So thank. I wanted to say thank you to you. How you they were describing this, I could just imagine our viewers being like, "What?" Were I'm going to put I'm going to put these up on the. I think I'm going to put one pick up on the Facebook page today. If, no, with you your can't. permission, nothing's been edited yet. Oh, okay, you I will not do it. That's why that I said with your permission. <laughs> I just sent you a PDF of okay uh, of selects, and so okay. after you make your selects, then we'll edit. Then some I'll sh- okay. Then I'll share. It. It's your. I will. Yeah. I will abide. That is the one. That's like always the killer. Is you send images off, and then someone puts them up, and you're like, "Oh my god, I haven't edited these." Yeah. And they're like, "Look what my wonderful friend JD did." And then the whole time I'm like, "Oh god, there's." 
dirt all over. You know, there's just like all these right. things I want to make better, and this is how it's seen. So, yeah, let me. Uh, and let I me understand clean that up. because it represents you to other professionals as well, and perhaps yeah, clients. Just like I want and, good and, audio yeah, here, I want good visuals there. I get it. So I did send it to my mom, though. I had to send. That's. I mean, that's my mom. That's okay. all right. That's all right. As long as she's not. Well, see, this is what happens: is you share to her. No, she, she doesn't even do. She doesn't even know how to open Facebook, dude. She. Uh, let me tell you a story about my mom. It took her three weeks to figure out that the button on the side of the phone mutes when it rings. Oh, wow. So I kept on calling, and then she'd call me, and she'd go, it won't ring. <laughs> and I had to send pictures of, like, is it like this? And I said, "Are you in a, it's in a case. Finally, she said, I took it apart. I couldn't tell. It was in a case. So, no, don't worry about it. But That's I just the did, opposite of my mom. My mom, anything on the internet, she'll find. Oh, no. She's my mom, no. It up. She's not, no. She doesn't know about nothing. She just watches I Discovery ID. She's like or Judge mm. Mathis. I'm watching Judge Mathis. I love my mother. Um, but uh wanna thank you for those pictures when you edit them. Yeah. Put it up. I'm gonna definitely make it my profile pick on all the social media. Perhaps another thing I was asking you, you know, I wish we had a taken pictures of me next time you have something set up, we need to, we, we should have some kind of picture of us for the podcast. I know. I've been thinking about that you and know? what like our photo would be. Yeah. I mean, but Either. that, that's like how much, how much do we want to get into this podcast? How much are we investing into the branding of this podcast? I mean, I'm investing my whole life. I don't know about oh, you. I already okay. talked to Perry. We're mortgaging the house. <laughs> we don't even own the house, but that's probably the best move. Oh, that's right. <laughs> soon, soon we will. We're mortgaging your house. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, we didn't even talk about all the wonderful work that you and Antonin did on your front lawn. Oh, man. Well, yeah, let's go real quick. Hey. Let it be a long podcast. Who cares? All right. So Antonin brought over an excavator. Oh, this was and awesome. And we've been talking for a long time. We want to put a, the, the yurt in the backyard for Erica's business. And so we have to move all these garden beds that we made at the beginning of COVID. Wait, you didn't year. tell me that. Yeah, we're moving all those out. You're putting a yurt in your backyard? Yeah, and that's what Erica's going to run the Yoni yurt out of, is out of that business. Oh. So we don't have to clear the house every time she has a client. Oh, I so love that So we almost idea. have all the funding for that. Um we, uh, I think we're just a couple thousand wow. dollars away and then we'll have the yurt. Oh, that's awesome. And so, uh, it, it's going to be a big project, but anyway, so we want to move all the garden beds from the backyard to the front yard. And so we had Antonin come out and rip all of the bushes that we didn't want in the front yard out. Yeah. And so he's like, we'll do it Saturday. It's not supposed to rain. I was like, perfect. He gets there Friday night and he's like, do you want to start now? And I'm, I got like a beer in my hand and he's got one in his. And I was like sure like not really knowing what was about to dude, start he's a and beast. this dude went and grabbed every bush and pulled it right out of the front yard <laughs> put it in a pile he had his big this work was dump like track with heavy construct fucking landscape yeah that and he, was he ripped doing. This is all no this joke. shit out in like two hours and had the truck loaded so saturday morning we just woke up and went to the little organic dump Waited in line to dump our truck, did two loads, and then he comes back and takes the excavator and kind of like flattens everything out. Moved all this river rock, made these piles of river rock for me so I can kind of Amazing. go through that stuff. And I thought that we were just ripping out bushes. We went as far as leveling out the front yard and laying mulch and designating where all the garden beds are going to go and putting mulch all around it. And the yard, like, I thought I was just going to have mud for a couple of weeks, but the yard looks like... Dude, decent for 
like yes. for the shape that it's in, I'm like, oh, I'm so grateful. Dude. I do have some big piles of rocks I got to go through, but it's it looks awesome so far. That went from from idea to plan to done in like 48 hours or something with him. He really and you too. I mean, you guys are like, let's do it. You had a plan. You did it. It looks yeah. great. And that's what I love about here in Portland is that people do shit with their front yard. I so respect you for doing that because my whole life I've always thought this is so fucking stupid. Why do people just just this idea that you're trying to create like this fake like I can look and see grass in my neighborhood bullshit like do something with your front lawn. And I just think it's great that you did that. It looks great. It was so awesome. And Antonin is like he stepped out of like a romance novel or something. Dude, He's I'm so grateful this for that guy. Gorgeous yeah. looking French guy who also like rips plants out of the ground with an excava- excavator. Yeah, and he like knows what he's doing. He's he amazing. Had, like, so Antonin. much control. He's amazing. The excavator. There's like the uh, water line. The little door was open so that you could look in and look at the water. Oh line. yeah, he marked. And he, it. Yep, yep. he no, he brought in the excavator super slow and just closed this little metal lid. With like such precision, oh. it was just like, oh my wow. god! If I tried to do that, I would have ripped that whole fucking thing right off Amazing. that box. It was so Amazing. funny. It was fun. But yeah, he he hooked up the yard, so now I've got to build garden beds. That's my next mission. But we've got like another week or two of rain, and so I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to do that. Then I have a huge photo. I was like, I had three photo shoots this week, and I have a two day shoot next week that's huge my first time doing a motion job where i get to actually shoot video and stills it's going to be so dope i'll have to share about that april 1st um but yeah so i got to figure out how to make these cedar beds now to put out front get our soil in and time to start planting it's about to be spring so it's awesome dude yeah that's that's my outro i can't wait i i hope that Everything works out for you, man, and it's good. it's looking great, and that was just, I know the feeling of like having kind of a plan, especially when it's your house that you own, and you're like, a li- like hey, I don't know if what we're, you know, if we're right. doing the right thing, and you're kind of, what treat, and you everything just worked out great. Like, totally. I, I couldn't have, I was like, kept on riding my bike up the street, rode up, oh, what? and then I rode, it's all done. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. Erica popped her head out the window and she was like, what do you think? And I was like, holy shit. It looks awesome. You know, yeah. just a great job. That's neighbors, people working together. That's what America's all about. Totally. The working best part together. was this old man that lives around the corner from me that called me an asshole once was walking by with his wife and yeah. I, re- I read his lips. He said, wow, this looks really nice. And oh, like, that's Yeah, beautiful. fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, oldie. Get off of my lawn, motherfucker. So I might have forgiven him now. All right. All right. Let's wrap it up. This has been a great pod. Thanks, everybody, for listening. You can, of course, find out more about us at dvrpodcast.com. Want to thank the patrons out there, Aaron, Gina, Jenny, Brett, Bill, Tarek, Kellum, all, all, so many great people out there. We love you. Heath and I will be back with uh, Mindhunter. And just so the patrons know, if you're listening, once we finish uh, next week, I'm going to sit down and edit them all and because I, I want to do some little uniform stuff with it. And then I'm going to start releasing them on the Patreon before they go out on the feed so we can get back into Mindhunter. 
But uh, I'll let you take us out with the rest of the info, buddy. Yeah, you can follow us on Instagram. We probably won't post much, but it's at two not so rad dads and you can hit us at gmail or at two not so rad dads at gmail.com if you want to send us an email yeah um yeah that's it billy great pod dude great pod brother great pod. always a pleasure to sit and chat with you yeah and like i said i'm feel i, I feel very calm because i like this maybe we'll have to figure something out with this setup Mm-hmm. But I'm glad that I don't have to spend 45 minutes setting everything up. Before yeah, no, this is super chill. Just turning the chair works for me. And I don't have to break it down, too. So watch. I'm just going to hit stop and we'll be done. All right. That's it. Peace. I'm going to hit stop. I told you I'd hit stop. <laughs> Why are you still listening? I, to- I I mean, I explained to you that I was going <laughs> Yo, you're listening to not... <laughs> So Rad Dads, a weekly podcast about two dads who live on the same block and all the shit they deal with on daily basis. We will discuss our struggles as parents and what it's like raising boys in today's society. We will talk about what injuries happened to our kids this week and who's to blame. Ooh, we'll get into March Madness and ask the question... Who fucking cares? We will do we will do all this and more while smoking weed together in a garage. I'm your co-host JD. And I'm Billy, and this is episode eleven of Two Not, Not So, so Rad Dads. Today's Two Not So Rad Dads is brought to you by our patrons. That's right, people, our patrons. If you're listening to this podcast, you're doing so because 20 or so people supported me a couple years ago in starting this podcast network and have continued to support me. And other people have joined them as well. People like Gina, like Kellum, uh, like Tay, like Kim, uh, Brett, Andy, so many people. If I don't name you, I apologize But you know I love y'all, and you know that I know you because you get exclusive podcasts with no advertisements. You get extra pods from our archive, Lost Mythos Theorycast, Breaking Bad, so many other Game of Thrones, so many podcasts that we've done over 12 years of podcasting. So if you want to support independent podcasting and you love this show, go over to patreon.com slash DVR or go to DVRpodcast.com and click on the Patreon link for as little as $3 a month. That's like less than a cup of coffee a day, people. You can support independent podcasters like us. Thank you so much and enjoy the show.